on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, Dewey is actually not going to join us today. Uh, he's a big old hungover bitch. As he, as he walks away from me, shaking his head. Uh, but we're going to talk about mine and his trip to SmackDown last night and uh, also went out to the bars and shut it down here in Jacksonville last night. Uh, I am very hungover. It's not quite a top five, but could have been actively drinking a margarita. So no, no beer to crack here in the beginning here. After that, we're going to uh, talk about the weekly wrestling recap and move into our predictions for AEW All Out tomorrow. It's going to be a good one. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You can follow me on Untapped at Dylan Free. You can follow Joe on Untapped at Joe Kalinowski. We've got a big show for everyone today, Joe. Are you ready to go? Yep. Let's go. Welcome into episode 22 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. My name is Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. Hello, Joe. What's up? We are, we're not together this week. Uh, Joe is, or I guess decided not to come to Jacksonville this weekend, like we talked about in weeks previous, and decided not to come to Friday Night Smackdown last night with Dewey and I. We had fantastic seats don't think we got on tv we were right no, behind you the were time in the exact you were in the exact area where you would not be seen on tv everywhere else around the ring they were like we'll point the camera there but yeah i don't think the cameras literally ever pointed at us which was yeah i'm fine with it i don't really care that much because the seats were amazing i mean we had like a child in front of us so even when sitting, I could see everything I needed to see. We were kind of in a lame section, though. Like a bunch of bunch of people in our section tried starting like some odd chants, uh, che- just just trying to cheer for people that I just really didn't want to cheer for last night. There was like a tried to start a few like "Let's go Seth" chants for Seth Rollins. Why wasn't wasn't feeling that? I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what's wrong with those people. I haven't cheered for Seth Rollins since his Intercontinental Championship run. Wasn't that you didn't cheer him as a uh, versus Brock Lesnar like two years wasn't ago? That, wasn't that like a very quick match? It was. Wasn't I think that it, all? That was think, all after the Fiend stuff. No, that the Fiend stuff was after that. I don't know. He faced, no, he no faced Lesnar at Mania 35 and then The Fiend later that year. 
maybe I still liked him then because that was right after his Inter- Intercontinental Championship run. And then he got the Universal Championship and he ran through, through it with money in the bank. And that's when Brock Lesnar came back and cashed in on him, right? No, I don't no. even know. I don't remember. What do you, I don't remember. You need to get your Whatever. mind right. Well, he started he started getting annoying even as a baby face oh into his first universal championship run, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was definitely a baby face then because that's when he won the rumble, which everyone everyone cheered for him then. We've got police sirens going already. Yeah, it's Jacksonville, so what's that supposed to mean? Jacksonville is known for their police sirens. I'll have to confirm that with Dewey, but probably yeah, not. He's, he's pretty dumb, so I wouldn't take his word for it. Yeah, so wanted to talk about last night first, just because it's the thing that's most fresh on my mind. Didn't take any notes on anything because, you know, I was there with Dewey, not with you. That's true. Did you, uh, did you see my, my, my snap to you this morning? Because uh, I tried sending it last night when it happened, but there was literally no service in the arena. With, with Odyssey Jones? Yeah, Odyssey Jones uh, was in a pre-show, like, I guess in a pre-show match. They had, like, three pre-show matches, so that was one of them. Keith Lee was in one of them, but that was, like, right when we got there. And I heard his music, but Dewey and I were in line to get beers, so... And Booty then we, face. I don't, I don't know. I heard his music and that was right after I got my beer and Dewey was in line to get his, heard the music. I was like, Dewey, we're missing the Keith Lee match. And he was like, so, and I was like, let's go. Well, we went because right when you walk in the stadium, there was not a concession stand. It was like a bunch of merch stuff. And we had the floor seats, obviously, but I, what we didn't know, right, because there's a separate section to go through to get to the floor seats, it kind of looked like walking that way. There would not be a concession stand, so we went up to the second level to get our beers. So it took us a while to get to our seats, so we missed the entire Keith Lee match. It was like two minutes long, so honestly, it probably wasn't good at all. And then we we walked to our seats, and as we're walking to our seats, we walked right by a concession stand. (laughs) Uh, Got to our seats, and then by that time, uh, it was Ridge Holland and some other guy versus Odyssey Jones and Austin Theory. Quite an odd tag team match. That's a weird mashup. Yeah, I don't even know who the fourth guy. I don't know who Ridge Holland's tag team partner was. Literally never seen the dude in my life. Huh. And I, I missed his entrance, so I have no idea who it was. And then the third pre-show match was like Aaliyah versus Zia Lee. I had no idea who to cheer for. And the the crowd was not not really having it for that match. The crowd was super, super pumped for uh, the Odyssey Jones match, though. And when he got he got the hot tag from Theory in the end, and the crowd like went just got super super loud for him i was pumped yeah you got to see odyssey joan and jones and boogs in one night yeah i got lots of lots of pictures of boogs playing the guitar pretty excited (laughs) but yeah so 
we started the show with the Usos and the Street Profits. The let's see the the I believe the Street Profits won via DQ. Yeah, yeah. It was really odd because like. I mean, obviously, you get to watch it on TV, so like they're explaining what's going on. I was like very confused when I heard the ring bell, because all that was happening was he was just like throwing him into the ring post from the inside of the ring, and then I hear the bell go off, and it was a DQ finish, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I, I was wondering about that because you're right; you do not get to hear the commentary team uh, when you go to it live, but. I was wondering if you were close enough to the commentary table that you might be able to hear, hear them anyway. No, no, they were like 15 feet away. All right. Uh, follow up. Yeah. Did you make friends with, uh, with Greg Hamilton again? I, I got a, I got a couple head nods from Greg. Um, uh, every time, every time he made an announcement, I was, I, I would just yell at him cause I was about five feet. From Greg yeah, Hamilton. No, I, I saw Greg Hamilton in Dewey's Dewey's Snapchat. Yeah. So we were about like five feet away from Greg Hamilton. Did I did not call him Mike Rome this time like I did in <laughs> Hawaii? Uh <laughs> yeah, like basically every time he would talk on the microphone and then sit back down, I would I would just yell at him like that was that was a great job, Greg. Great announcing. You did you did a great job. And I got a couple so head I'm, nods from him. So I'm wondering if uh Greg Hamilton so Backgrounds, Dylan, Dewey, Adam, and I, maybe Armando. Dewey was not. To, Dewey was not at that one. Well, yeah, he's not on this this podcast, even though he's sitting five feet away from you either. So he's in his bedroom now. No, oh. well, he, he's we went to a, well. we went to a SmackDown Live event in Hawaii, circa 2018, probably, and we were first row, first or second row, really close to first to row. the ring. Yeah, we were first row on the corner, and Greg Hamilton would would walk past us after he's done with the Zerg announcements, and Dylan's over there, and he's saying, "Mike Rome, Mike Rome, I love you, man. Mike Rome, you're the best." And he went the entire night just screaming how much he loved Mike Rome. And I legitimately before... thought his name was Mike Rome at the time. Yeah, before <laughs> Greg Hamilton finally came up to us, probably pissed off because he's being called the wrong name the entire night, and he goes. My name's Greg Hamilton, dude. <laughs> He's like, oh, Greg, I love you, man. <laughs> dude, dude, I'm Greg Hamilton. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so I basically made it my mission to, or last night, to uh, make sure that I called him the correct name all night. Yeah, um, that's, that's good. Yeah, I thought the, I did think, though, that the, uh, the Usos and Street Profits match was good. I thought the one the the one spot that got me was when Montez Ford did like the 180 frog splash in the air, which was sick. I thought they were gonna I thought they were gonna get the three count there, even though I saw the other Uso like on the outside of the ring, like getting ready to come in and break up the pin. Yeah, I still like it. Still got me. Um, but then for some reason they call DQ finish for whichever Uso throwing Montez Ford into the into the corner and like I guess throwing him into the ring post a bunch and they called a DQ off of that. Maybe it exceeded the five count. I have no idea. It was tough to tell from where I was. But kind of a shitty finish to a pretty good match, I thought. Yeah. 
I got a question. So obviously sometimes the show goes to commercials and there's wrestling, there's still wrestling going on. What happens when the match ends and they go to a commercial? Did it just hype you up a bunch? Honestly, no. They did they did at AEW. Like when when we went to AEW, right when they were about to come back from commercial, Justin Roberts would get back in the ring and like hype us up. But they did not do that here uh here. They had like a couple like like a couple of those like um crowd moments that they do it like baseball games where they use the cameras to like find people in the crowd. Uh, yeah. They did like um, like a like a like a flexing thing, like a Hulk a Hulk Hogan flexing thing, and they were just trying to find people in the crowd flexing. Uh, I was walking to uh, pee and get a beer at the time, so did not participate in that. And then the only other one that I can remember is the uh, they were looking for signs, so. Oh, and they did they catch your DDT wrestling podcast sign? I didn't make a sign. Oh, well, yeah, that, that probably won't help get get our list up. I mean, it probably didn't hurt either. Making the sign probably would <laughs> not have. Sign of the night, though. I don't know if you saw this because obviously I have no idea what you saw on TV. There was a sign that said, "My wife thinks I'm in line at Chick Fil A." <laughs> it was so funny. In the even like because like Greg Hamilton was like uh, reading the signs as they were getting on the screen. Jesus, more sirens! Somebody's on the loose out there. But yeah, the, Ooh, the just left right. Yeah, she just went to the beach. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, criminal on the loose. But yeah, they cut to that sign. It's like my wife thinks I'm in line at Chick Fil A, and he he like uh, he just like busted out laughing as he was reading it and then the dude the dude holding the sign turns it around and it says roman hold hold d's <laughs> as in like hold these nuts you know yeah, i got gotcha. you oh i'm just making sure that you understood the, the the reference there and then they like cut away from it very quickly <laughs> <laughs> well what was the next match you witnessed live well, i think the next thing was the becky and bianca promo yeah, that's true. Uh, Becky Lynch, weird new ring gear. No, that's not her ring gear. She was in the dark match afterwards. She has the same ring gear. Okay. The like the black with the the gold, um, like the gold lining, I guess. Ooh, who'd she face in the dark match? The dark match after the show was Bianca, Knox, and Shotzi versus Becky. Natalia and Tamina. Ooh, I know who I'd be rooting for there. Actually, yeah, the face Not. is the face is one. Oh, nice. So um, it was it was a, yes. it was it was an okay dark match. All right. Well, so basically that that little promo and the little backstage interview afterwards confirmed that Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair rematch is happening at Extreme Rules. So pretty excited for that. Yeah, I couldn't really tell. Is, is that all they did? Like, did they say it's going to be like a stipulation match? I would assume it's probably going to be an nah, extreme rules match. They didn't, they didn't say anything about stipulations yet. Uh, it was just she talked to Adam Pierce and Sonya backstage, and she's like, I'll face Bianca when I want. And then they're like, no, you'll face her at extreme rules. Yeah. 
I did. Oh, I man. did catch that part, but like it, it was, it was honestly like a lot of times it was pretty tough to hear the backstage segments. Yeah. Uh, the one, but... the, the one thing in a backstage segment that I definitely caught was uh, Paul Heyman uh, having his uh, Brock Lesnar entrance music ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Like during the Caleb Braxton interview and she's like, you, you going to get that. <laughs> Do you do you uh, think but, do you think it was Brock Lesnar calling him? Yeah, it was. They confirmed that later in the show. Oh, they did. Yeah, it was a backstage segment with Roman Reigns, and he's like, "We've got a our." Uh, Paul said, "We've got a." Well, yeah, we have a problem. With we have a Brock, Brock Lesnar problem, and he's like, "No, you have a Brock problem." And he's like, "Well, he called me tonight," and then he said, "Is he in Saskatchewan or Minnesota?" And he's like, "I don't know where he is." but he will be at Madison square garden next week. Yeah. I was really hoping I would see him last night, but then when they, they showed the stuff on the Titan Tron saying that he'll be at MSG next week, I was like, we're definitely not seeing Brock Lesnar tonight. Yeah. What was they next? Did. They also confirmed that the contract signing will be at Madison square garden next for uh, Becky and Becky Bianca. and Bianca. Yeah. Uh, was it? it was Boogs. It was your boy Boogs. Oh yeah. The, uh, the entrance, was wonderful. Basically, just got to rock out and watch Boogs play the guitar. Uh, yeah, King Nakamura. Ah! Always, always a great entrance. And then I think it was like because it 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 was like readily apparent that they were in commercial. So I watched that entrance, and then I noticed that like we were probably in commercial. So I went to go pee again and get another beer. A lot of lot of pee breaks last night. Yeah. Did you do uh, like five? Did, did you see Dolph Ziggler trying to mack on Tony Storm? He's like, "Welcome, girl." I did see and that. She, that was yeah, and then, kind of and weird. then she's like, "Actually, I'm rooting for Rick Boogs tonight." Nice. I was like, "Good for you, Tony." Yeah, good call by Tony Storm. Uh, I missed the entire Rick Boogs match though. What? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like two minutes long. Yeah, it wasn't that eventful. Rick Boogs picked up the W over Dolph. Um, um let's see you got to see edge and enter last night yeah i was honestly so that cesaro and rollins match one was very good yeah the crowd got super hyped when uh the cesaro was like teasing doing the swing like everyone it seemed like everyone in the crowd was like waving their waving their arms around like in the in the in the swing motion yeah wanting him to do it and we got like, uh, I don't know, I think 14, 13 or 14 swings out of it. Pretty, pretty good swing. And then uh, Seth Rollins gets himself disqualified, hits him with the chair. Did you notice during the match that Rollins did like two of Edge's moves? And then after the match did the, yep. did the, the and chair? And in case I didn't notice the concerto. Yeah. Yeah. In case I didn't notice it. Um the commentary team was telling me that he picked up some moves from edge at SummerSlam. Oh yeah. So I definitely, I, I obviously didn't know that they said that. Yeah. They were, they, he used the, uh, the he edge used, execution, the education and then something else that edge uses all the time. I don't know what the fucking name of it the, is. The steel bar, the steel bar face that he's been doing the entire. Yeah. That was the third thing he did two. he did two, two moves during the match that were edges moves. But yeah, he uses steel like the the 
the bar on the chair to for like the cross face that Edge has been doing. I thought this that went on for like a really long time before Edge came out, and I was starting to think that I wasn't gonna see Edge. I was I was super. I was I was at the point of like getting super bummed, and then Edge's music hit, and that place fucking erupted. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, did they announce a, a match between them next week at Madison Square Garden? I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else they announced for next week. There's the con. Oh, I think it's just the contract signing that match. And oh, no, they, they announced a. Uh, a championship match. For next week, I thought. I don't know. But obviously, they also announced the whole. uh Brock Lesnar thing. I don't know about the championship match. Did they do? Did they announce tag title match for next week? Maybe it was Maybe. that. Oh, that that was a number one contender match. The tag, yeah. The tag Once again, WWE beginning. using the contenders matches to start a feud. I fucking I I'm not a not a big fan of it. But let's see. Um. Yeah, so Edge came out, made the save for Cesaro, and Rollins kind of scurries away. He he scurried away like right next to us. That was pretty cool. Had Seth Rollins like five feet away from me. Yes, I figured uh, Seth was really close to you. Every time like someone went really close to you, I was like, oh yeah, here we're gonna see Dylan and Dewey, and that didn't happen. Nope. So that 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 must have been pretty cool to see Edge and Seth. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoyed like every portion of the show last night. Like I I thought SmackDown last night was very good. Actually, now that I remember it, when we were watching SmackDown, we we paused and rewound just to see if we did see you, uh, because I didn't think I, like I was trying to. I figured Seth was right near you. And paused, and we were around, and we slowed down, and we still couldn't find you. Damn. I need, I need, WWE, um, need WWE to do a better job. I want to I be on TV. Following that, WWE gave us more of what we wanted, more Logan Paul and WWE. This what, dude, th- as much as, like, people hate Logan Paul, it works perfectly. Like, I've never heard someone get booed so fucking hard in my life it sucks that he's with happy corbin because i really want to cheer for happy corbin but he's just such a douche i i thought the like that entire thing was awesome the the ko show yeah logan paul comes out tries to give uh the hundred dollars back that corbin owes kevin owens and then owens gets owens gets a catches a choke slam from corbin that's true. And yeah, that's that's what happened. I want to talk about Sami Zayn for a minute. Okay. What are you giving the plausibility? What what plausibility are you giving to Sami Zayn leaving WWE? Is there like a rumor for that? There there's there's rumors. Hmm. Does it do the rumor say when his contract is up? Because I would I say I would it. say probably not. I don't think he'll leave, but there's there's speculation. He doesn't. I don't know him and Owens just don't 
seem like people that would jump ship to go anywhere else. I don't, I don't know why, but they just don't seem like they would, they would go. Yeah. And I mean, I lump them together because they've been, they've been linked like their entire time in WWE. So front frenemies. Yeah. Frenemies. Yeah. There's some El Generico speculation right now. I don't think, I don't see that happening. Okay. That's, that's, I can see it either way. Like maybe the whole conspiracy theory thing against Sami Zayn. What, while it was an act stemmed from his actual discontent for how he was being booked. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he won, he won last night. That's true. He won against Dominic Mysterio. Beat up on Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, that was they, that was not. A they're good obviously match. just building some heat between Dominic and Ray right now. And yeah, I think so the, too. All the losing that Dominic is going to be doing in the next couple of weeks is is to say, "Well, you left my side, Dad," and he's like, "Well, I can't be here for with with you always." And then he like has beef with Ray. Well, yeah, and like Ray comes out, and then like almost immediately after. Dominic catches the Haluva kick and loses. Yeah. So like you can plant the seed that like it's Ray's fault. Which I mean that could be good. They'll probably I mean they're almost guaranteed to have a good match, like a a, a pretty good like 10 minute match at some pay-per-view. I doubt I don't know if it'll be at Extreme Rules. But Yeah, I don't think it'll be that soon. I think it's a slower build. But then, yeah. you know, Dominic eventually says, "Well, you're not my real dad and and Eddie Guerrero comes out and <laughs> No. You don't think that's going to happen? No, they already did that once. Yeah, that was Seth Rollins, wasn't it? <laughs> what? Or is like, yeah, Seth Rollins played on played on the whole uh, Eddie Guerrero paternity test thing uh, when he was having his feud with Rey Mysterio last summer. Jesus, I don't remember he, that at all. He came out with a paternity test, and he's like, "This says that you're that that you're not." uh dominic's father and then they're like actually you're a liar and he's like well okay i was lying i have other paternity test results that say Aaliyah is not dominic's daughter <laughs> ray's daughter yeah definitely not dominic's daughter that would be it, kind it, of also, weird. it also said that Aaliyah wasn't dominic or ray's daughter and then that you know that storyline didn't go very well no I mean, we had one of the greatest of all time matches, though the the eye gouge match. Oh yeah, the extreme, the eye for the eye for an eye match. At yeah, ex- the horror show at the extreme horror Rules. show. Man, top five, <laughs> top five worst pay per view of all time. <laughs> it was horrendous. Something. I'm not, I I'm not excited the, for the fact that the the logo is the same for Extreme Rules this year because it reminds me of the horror show, and I just I hated it so much. Uh, so last thing, the main event, Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns. They got me. Roman Reigns is the absolute king of kicking out at 2.99. Yeah, they got me at least three or four times. There was the roll-up one. The obvious one is the, the coup de gras. Yeah. Like, how, how close did that look on TV? Because... I thought it looked like a fucking three count. It looked like a fucking three count to me. 
they got me and I was like, holy shit, Dylan's about to witness Finn Balor becoming a universal pin. Yeah. And I, I was, I was got, I got got. I got got real good. Dewey also got got. Yeah. Dewey turned, Dewey turned to me and he was like, that was three. I was like, I mean, it wasn't, but goddamn, that was close. (laughs) You see this, this rail that's literally right next to us. See how it still hasn't made a sound. See how it didn't ring. (laughs) Did you hear it go off? Uh, Uh, The one thing I want to talk about for this, I mean, obviously, so obviously Roman Reigns wins. He uh, puts the guillotine on Finn Balor. Excellent match. And they, uh, they call it uh, after Balor passes out in the guillotine. Did you see, did you even notice on TV as Roman was exiting the ring, how the, the lights turned red and there was like a heartbeat sound? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, that got a lot of attention on TV. Okay. Almost has to be the, the demon, right? Yeah. So my initial thought was red light and then Brock Lesnar's music hits. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, the fiend. <laughs> No, but that's a fun joke. Uh, yeah, so that was my initial thought was Brock Lesnar actually was going to come out. Um, God, that would have been awesome. And then, you know, the obvious speculation afterwards is is the fiend, Finn Balor. No, the demon, you fucking no, idiot. No, the demon king, the demon king. Damn it, you said fiend, and now the fiend is in my head. The demon king. Nice, I got you. Yeah, I... I think I think if they do this right, because I said a few weeks ago that Finn is going to be the challenger through like the next few months, I think, until they finally do the Brock match. Yeah. If they do like a normal singles match at Extreme Rules, I don't know if it would be a, as good of a story if they just pull the trigger on the demon and just send it at Extreme Rules versus doing it at the like October pay-per-view, which I have no idea what that's going to be. Oh, Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. That's not a, that's not the pay-per-view. That's separate. Well, it's it's like the only thing in October cuz the thing after that is Survivor Series. Is it? There's no other pay-per-view? I don't think so. I don't know either. Um Did you see they're doing yeah. a, a Lashley Goldberg rematch at Crown Jewel? No, I didn't think Lashley would be I mean, that makes sense, but I didn't think he'd be good to compete that soon. You mean Goldberg? I didn't think that Goldberg would be good to compete that Jesus. soon. Jesus. Are you also just like super hungover right now? Because like you're saying yeah. a lot of dumb shit. Well, I say a lot of dumb shit. But yeah, um, that, was, that was the trip to SmackDown. And then Dewey and I went out to the bars and shut down the city of Jacksonville. It was a good time. Yeah, I, I looked at... I looked at the map from Dewey's house to the the venue and I was like, oh yeah, that's easy. We we literally took a five minute scooter ride to the place. It's it was it's closer than Daly. It's like between Daly's place and his place. It's like almost right yeah. in the middle. It was yeah. it was like a it was like yeah, literally a five minute ride. Yeah, I figured it was really close. Anyway, that yep. that should uh close out uh Smackdown, unless you want to talk about more dark matches afterwards. There was just the one. Okay, cool. Yeah, it wasn't all that great. Like like I said, Bianca, Shotzi, and Knox beat Becky and Natalia and Tamina. Okay. Not, not that great of a match. Cool. Did you watch Rampage? Did anything happen on Rampage? Uh it was it was Rampage. 
like definitely not their a show and they're they're showing that every week there was a malachi black match against lee johnson oh they did uh, that then hmm. yeah Mal- malachi black won obviously uh, and there was an in in ring segment with miro uh eddie kingston said some pretty pretty controversial shit where he's like where you know, miro's doing the the i believe in god got my savior gimmick right now and eddie kingston came out and he's like if i believed in your god uh and then he also said stuff like your god's an idiot <laughs> and stuff like that and i'm like damn they're putting this tv <laughs> your god's an idiot because he likes you <laughs> that yeah. guy's so stupid <laughs> yeah uh chris stratlander beat jamie hater and rebel and there was another match i thought there was a Darby Allen. Oh, Darby Allen versus uh, Daniel Garcia. No, is that his name? Yeah, Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia. Yeah. So Darby Allen beat him, and then Everett scratch that 2.0 came out, started beating up on Darby again, and you know CM Punk was on commentary for that match. And yeah, I saw a picture that he where he was on commentary sitting next to Jericho, and now there's just yeah. like a a bunch of memes is like. Cause it's just the picture. So like the still frame and like pe- people like insert conversation for it. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, they, they got face to face again, like we're mad at each other and stuff Dar- like Darby that. and punk did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if the match is going to be all that good. Like we'll see how good CM Punk is, but I can't imagine he's going to be all that great first match back. Yeah. It's just, know. it's we, just, it's just the thing. It's just the thought of him being in a wrestling ring again. It's just, it's just exciting. Yeah, it's uh, it, it might be good. Like Edge, Edge coming back and be, entering that Royal Rumble, he he was good. That's true. So if he's been training, yeah, I I saw like a press conference thing though. Like he hasn't. I don't think he's been doing a whole lot of training. That's that's the thing. Unless he's just throw, unless he's just throwing us all for a curveball, which I would. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. He enjoys doing that. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, let's, let's quickly get through some, uh, some of the rest of the week in wrestling. All right. Yeah. You, uh, want to talk about Monday Night Raw first? Yeah, sure. I actually thought Raw wasn't terrible this week. It wasn't. You're right. The weird thing was like all the matches that they announced a week ago, none of them happened. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Vince McMahon came in to Raw like angrier than he's ever been. Ripped up the script like twice or something like that. This is, this is all from Chad of what he told me. I, I saw, I saw an article about it. Didn't read it because this was after Chad had already told me. So I just believed what he said. Apparently, like ripped up the script twice, and they basically just like ran the show on the fly. And it was like it was like almost readily apparent that they did that because I watched it after I heard about this. So watching it knowing that it was like it was pretty obvious that 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 was what what happened yeah what had happened yeah what had happened was because the, the other thing is like i mean along the same lines that the opening segment was just like a it was just like a clusterfuck yeah it was oh i'm gonna challenge this person and then they're like no you should challenge this person and then it, we ended up getting a triple threat uh, for the United States Championship, which was a fucking with MVP banger, 
yeah, that was a good match. That was a really good match. And then a tag team title in the main event uh, between MVP and Bobby Booby Lashley and uh, the champions, RK Bro. Yeah. Which is also the, not a bad match. Yeah. Uh, the triple threat match, though, I mean, I'm thinking, like, I thought Roman Finn, just because I got to see it live, was excellent. Probably match of the week for me. I thought this was like a close number two. The triple threat match. We had Damian oh, Priest. It was- Damian Priest, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre triple threat match for the United States Championship. It was, it was just fucking awesome. And Damian Priest goes over to like pretty big stars. McIntyre a little bit more than Sheamus. Uh, and Priest goes over in the match and looks looks like a million bucks walking out of there. I'm starting to I'm starting to come around on Damian Priest. I never was a big fan of his, especially in NXT, because like he never really did much in NXT. He did win the North American Championship once, but like, I I I think he's one of those guys that like didn't really click for me in NXT and is like starting to click for me on the main roster. I've been a fan of Damian Priest probably since I saw him at a live event, the one that was in Charleston. Uh huh. Yeah, it was. I, I've been a fan of him. I I like him. Well, why don't you why don't you marry him then? Well, because he's probably not interested. Never heard, never heard to ask. That's true. I'm <laughs> going to use our DDT Wrestle Pod Twitter handle to ask him, though. No, don't do that. Okay. I mean, you can. Then it's, then it's off. Nope. Not asking Damien to marry me now. Damn. Uh, he ended up also, like, pinning McIntyre in the match, which is, like, even, like, another step up. Like, you're pinning the former WWE champion who the guy who held the WWE championship all of last year. I also thought like the storytelling they had here where they finally like referenced the fact that McIntyre can't challenge for the WWE championship while Bobby Lashley is the champion. So like, why not, why not go after the United States championship? It's the next best thing. You can't challenge for the WWE championship. It's like actually like a story that makes sense. I thought it was, it, it was just, all around good stuff for for that segment. Yeah, I I agree. That was good. We had some less than enthusiastic matches between Dewdrop and Eva Marie. Didn't yeah. care about that. There was a Rhea Ripley versus that one chick, Shayna Baszler. Uh, didn't care about that match. And then there was a Charlotte versus Nia Jax match, which. The only reason I want to bring that up is because if you watch the match carefully enough, there was like wrestling and then there were some slaps and some apparent real heat in the ring. Yeah. Between the two. Yeah. I saw, like I said, I, I think I watched raw on Wednesday. So like I got to see all the, the, the Twitter rundown of raw and got to hear what Chad told me about Vince ripping up the script before I even watched it. Nice. Oh, ice cold Bud Light you got there. Yeah, that's pretty ice cold. Nice. I had a, I had a few of those last night as well. Like 10, probably. Yeah. They were delicious. Um, <laughs> Always are. Uh, you know, that actually reminds me, a weird thing about the stadium last night. So they had the like aluminum bottles. The 12-ounce aluminum bottles is what they were serving. But they couldn't, like normally when you when you order a beer, right, it's just like a state law everywhere. They have to open it in front of you. 
the cool thing was you could order two at a time because I've definitely been places where you can only order one beer at a time, which is mm-hmm. should that should be against the law. But yeah, they they let you do two at a time, but they had to pour it into a cup. That was like yeah, their that I, was seen, that was like their rule. I've seen the cup things before. I went to a concert in August. It was Kings of Leon. And they gave you the bottle. And then if you were going to the floor, they're like, oh, no, there's a cup station over there for you to pour it into. <laughs> That's it's, it's it was just so weird to me. The best part. About I think the- it I think it has to do with throwing. Like, oh. you can't, like if you throw a plastic cup, it hurts less than if you throw an aluminum bottle or can. Well, also like the flight path for an aluminum or for a, an aluminum bottle versus a plastic cup. The plastic cup's not going to very not going to go very far. It's like trying to throw a napkin or a piece of paper. Yeah. And also if you throw a plastic cup in into the ring and it actually makes it into the ring, I think that it you could use that as a weapon way less easily than you can use an aluminum aluminum can. A steel reinforced aluminum can. Yeah. Yeah. You have to yep. Steel reinforced for sure. Yeah. The 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 cool part about the cups though, perfectly they perfectly fit two beers. Nice. They were fucking huge cups. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to back to Raw. Off of that little segue there. Yeah, Nia Jax beat Charlotte. Wasn't really expecting that. Um, like when I, I mean, I obviously knew what happened when I saw it on Twitter, but like when I saw it on Twitter on Tuesday morning, I was like, holy shit, like did not th- did not see that one coming. And now Nia yeah. Jax, Nia Jax is gonna be facing Charlotte on Monday for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, just so cool. I don't know what the what the the heat is with with everything, but like I'm assuming it's gonna unfold here in a, in a week or two, and we're gonna find out like why there actually was like some actual fighting in the ring, at least what it seemed like. I assume we'll find out soon. Um, who is it? Was it Dudley? Yeah, it was Dudley, you know, did a, I think he has a podcast and he talked about the moment on the podcast. To my Bubba Ray? Bubba Bubba Ray? No, um, Devon. Oh, I was gonna say Bubba Bubba Ray's on Busted Open. Yeah, so I think Devon talked about it on something where he he talked about the match specifically and he said it was just a fucking, uh, a payback. Like, you know, someone botched a move and they, they gave them a receipt. I, the, the only thing that like looks botched is like there was a slam that Jax did to Charlotte where Charlotte kind of looked like she she fell awkwardly like it almost like a uh, like a like a side like a side slam or a sidewalk slam where Nia or like a maybe like a, a back suplex where Nia just kind of yeah. dropped her weird and maybe that's what it was but it looked like the the whole like the fighting thing the receipt kind of came from Jax, so i don't know it looks like it's it looked like it kind of started with her instead of charlotte yeah i'm not really sure what exactly started it but it was probably if i were to make an assumption it would be that nia Jax fucked up a move because that's like that could have actually hurt charlotte and charlotte gave a receipt like slapped her or something and then nia Jax got mad that she got a receipt because nia Jax thinks she's a great fucking wrestler um and you know it was just a little back and forth kind of thing. And then they got on with the match. Yeah. It made it, yeah. it made it entertaining though. Like 
having like those actual like hard hitting matches like where people like legitimately hit each other and it looks as real as it can possibly be because sometimes it actually is like those are the best yeah uh yeah that's uh it, with it the wasn't exception. Oh. i was gonna say it wasn't quite on the level of walter and Dragonoff, but no no not at all those two beat the fuck out of each other yeah um yeah then we had the main event as we already said was uh the hurt business versus rk bro rk bro ends up retaining the tag team championships and it was also a pretty good match yeah, like yeah. like I said, Raw wasn't terrible. Like it had it had its ups and downs. Oh, a lot more ups than normal. Usually, there's only like one up, like one yeah. thumbs up segment from Raw. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it kept it, it. It they kept it entertaining throughout. There was a bunch of, there was a bunch of shit that I just fast forwarded through. But yeah, basically everything that we just talked about are the things that I did not fast forward through. And all the all the promos. I usually yeah. don't fast forward through promos. I feel you. I gotta gotta hear what the people say. I think the most disappointing thing of the week was NXT. It wasn't on par with your normal NXT, I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't really think so either. I thought the uh, first the first half of the show, the matches that they did just didn't make sense. Like, uh, let me, let me like, just like reading off what they had. Saray versus Mandy Rose. Why? Yeah. So for, first off, I well, I think that was just a, well, I don't know. Cause they brought Mandy Rose back to NXT. Saray's got to, got to come back a little bit after she, she lost her undefeated streak because of the Dakota Kai thing. And, and I, I don't really know, but there, there is a possibility that Mandy actually got hurt during that match. And that's oh, why really? it ended by count out. I think I, yeah, I think I, I saw skipped something online. I think I, I fast forwarded through it. Yeah. I, don't I, know. I yeah, watched, like, I watched everything on Wednesday morning and just like, okay. didn't, yeah, I was just like not wanting to like, I, I watched raw NXT and AEW all on Wednesday morning. So yeah. I was just like, not, I had to watch what, what is that? Seven hours of wrestling. I was like, I'm gonna fast forward through the shit that I don't want to watch. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, some that, more that, stuff like more weird matches. O'Reilly versus Duke Hudson. Yeah, they had like a backstage thing last week, so it kind of makes sense. But the match overall wasn't all that great. Also, like Duke Hudson didn't really come out of it looking all that strong. Like, I don't know. You would think that like they want to build up these guys that were in the the breakout tournament. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. Like Kyle O'Reilly's probably going to challenge for the NXT championship at some point. So you kind of want to, they should have had Hudson like dominate the match and then have O'Reilly still win. I feel like. Yeah. That'd probably be the best way to go about that. Yeah. Had the Ilya Dragunov promo and the Kaylee Ray uh, backstage interview. That was whatever. Uh, they did set up Ember Moon versus Kaylee Ray next week. Yeah. Should be, that, that should be pretty good. Yeah, Ember will probably lose. Yeah. Uh, they had the other one, like Imperium versus Drake Maverick and Grayson, Grayson Waller. Another just like, I don't know why. Really, probably just kind of like the same thing with Saray, I guess, to get Imperium a win. Yeah. 
and then they had the one, the, I was just saying the then one they, actually good match. Yeah, I was gonna say at that point, then the show kind of turned around. Yeah. So LA Knight versus Johnny Gargano also seems kind of random. You kind of see Johnny Gargano t- taking a round turn on the whole uh index thing. Yeah, because they came out with him. Yeah. And I, I, I guess I kind of like that. Uh, weird that Johnny lost to LA Knight, but I guess, you know, if you're building new stars in NXT, the new, the new look on NXT. Yeah, I mean, LA Knight's, LA Knight's not like young by That's any true. means, but he is new to NXT, so you would want to build him up. I think, I think he is going to be like one of the first challengers to the NXT championship, and it's probably going to be on NXT one of these weeks. So, yeah. Hell, maybe like two weeks from now, I'm thinking. Like they might announce it next week, possibly. I'm thinking. Like that, that's like a solid TV match. Like I, I would not want to see that on a takeover, but I'm I'm always down to see that like on NXT. Yeah. I'm always down to see a, a good championship match on NXT TV. And like they those two will put on a good match. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. Kind of weird thing. Holland has been absolutely undefeated since he came back well he lost in the pre-show match last night to uh my boy odyssey jones yeah it's, that doesn't wasn't on i'm TV. pretty sure he also got pinned instead well, of the instead of the guy that i don't know his name but yeah it wasn't on tv so well champ champa defeated holland by pinfall on on tuesday oh did he yeah i was watching that and i was like huh that's weird oh yeah it does say here champa defeated holland by pinfall yeah to fast forwarded through that for some reason no i didn't i just didn't remember it i guess i don't know rich holland has been one of those guys like he's like one of the new up-and-comers and he's like one of those guys that's getting built up like super fast right now yeah and then he gets he gets pinned by tomasa champa which obviously i like tomasa champa better because he's tomasa champa yeah but it was it was weird yeah it could just possibly also just be like they're trying to just have these two factions or these two teams, right? Just kind of trade wins and losses until we, until like you get a bunch of uh, like brawls in the middle of the ring between all eight dudes talking like Pete Dunn's team. They, they need a fucking name, but Pete Dunn's team and Champa and Thatcher and MSK. And then uh, Regal comes out one night and is like, the, the, the eight of you are going to square off in war games. Like he always does. Yeah. And then the crowd just goes wild. Always love a, they kept on always love a good war games. Was Timmy was, was what? They kept on announcing or talking about how to, Toothless Timmy's out indefinitely. I think he is, but he'll be. Yeah, I, I feel like he'll be back. If they don't, they yeah, could don't, always do like a surprise entrant like they did with Owens a few years ago. Yeah. I don't That's know true. who I don't know like who two, else two I don't know who ago. else would want to face Pete Dunn's team though. Yeah, I don't know. Like if Dragonoff doesn't have a match, he could well, he I, could he could be on that team. You could also do Tyler Bate if he comes back. You could have some, somebody that's feuded with Tyler Bate in the past is what I would think. Because I feel like every other big name on NXT is probably going to have some other match at TakeOver. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, there was also uh, 
there was also like all the reports this week of like uh, the fact that uh, Vince and Bruce Pritchard are like taking over NXT, like away from Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And then yeah. that got that got debunked a few a few nights ago that it's actually uh, not the case. Did it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was actually really worried. But that next is it next week? No, it's two weeks from now, the the night of the the wedding between index on the 14th. That's when they actually like debut the new look NXT and all that's like the new logo and all that shit. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. No longer the black and gold brand. It's the uh Rainbow and Unicorn brand. The Rainbow uni- universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got to say about NXT. Yeah, it was like I said, not didn't really live up to like your run of the mill NXT, I thought. Yeah. But that's all right. There's some off weeks, like we talked about AEW last week. Yeah. I did think AEW this week was pretty good. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Rewind. Uh oh. Um, yeah, there are some off weeks, like how we talked about AEW last week. Speaking of AEW, uh, let's talk about that. Nice. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Hell of a segue. <laughs> we like stopped doing those. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need to get back into that. Yeah. But Speaking like the, getting the... back into that, let's get back into the wrestling. Oh, nice. Two in a row. <laughs> Dude, you're on fire today. I, we opened with uh, the FTR Proud and Powerful match. Fucking hell of a match. Uh, and yeah. pr- Proud and Powerful wins. And I'm going to talk about this a little later with when we do predictions. I think that like Proud and Powerful winning, I think they are now like in line for, they almost have to be in line for a tag team title shot. And I think, I think they might be the next tag team champions. At least the you way that, so? at least the way that I'm predicting it. Yeah. Spoiler oh, for wow. spoiler for later, but it's wow. Yeah, I I think that they're probably going to have a match when they go to Arthur Ashe, and they probably win there. I think ideally, your Arthur Ashe show. Wait, is, I don't know what you're talking about. With it's the September 22nd show they're doing it at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Like it's like I think it's where they do the U.S. Open for tennis. I could be completely wrong there. It's where they do like one of the big tennis things, but it's up in New York. And like no oh, rest. That's no, the one. Where, that's the one where they're that they're saying Daniel Bryan was going to debut in, but now he's not going to debut there because of the whole you must show proof of vaccination status. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, there's I, there's I, some I think, like really big show in New York coming up on September 22nd. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was that's Arthur Ashe. Yeah, it's the Arthur Ashe show. Yeah, but uh, people are really pissed off right now because AEW is having the show there, and. They like they people bought tickets and now they're saying you have to show vaccination pr- proof of vaccination to get into the venue. Yeah, so they're thinking it's not it's not yeah. down now. There's like a bunch of people online. that are like super mad at AEW. <laughs> like it's their fault. It's it's New York state law. <laughs> yeah, it's it's New York's fault. Um. So so yeah, it's uh, it'll be it'll be interesting. But that led to some speculation that Daniel Bryan is going to be debuting a little earlier yeah and i'm not all in on on that that he's going to be debuting earlier so you're all out on it i'm not all out either so you're somewhere in the middle i'm somewhere in the middle hmm you're all middle i'm like 
I'm like halfway in between in and out. Yeah. Dude, you got an all in, an all out reference and an in and out reference. Yeah, that was impressive. I don't, I don't like to brag too much. I mean, not many people can do it. That, that was impressive, Joe. Yeah, that, that's that's why our ratings are so high right now. Yeah, best in the business. Yeah. Um, best best wrestling podcast in the Charleston Tri County County area, probably. Hopefully. <laughs> Maybe not. Probably not. Let's be honest. Probably, yeah. I don't know. I I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny the uh, the status of that. Also, neither of us are in Charleston right now. <laughs> That's fair. Um, back to FTR Proud and Powerful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Proud Proud and Powerful wins. Uh, they they talked about it like a, a decent bit on commentary, like how Cash Wheeler still didn't have like full like strength or full feeling in his hand after the nerve damage, they kind of played into that uh, during the match and like kind of made him look weak and had Brown powerful go over sort of because of that. It seemed like, yeah. Yeah. The other, other big thing, the uh, CM Punk promo. And then I think it was Danny Garcia in 2.0 that came out and like beat down punk. And then yeah. Dar- Darby and Sting come out, clear the ring. Or no, they 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 come out and help. They didn't clear the ring. Yeah, uh, all three right of them r- hit finishers at the same time, though. Yeah, so you got the Scorpion death drop, the coffin drop, and then Punk hits a go to sleep. And then they go face. Then Punk and Allen go face to face. Sting cuts a promo. Like it was like one of those moments. Like pick like picture this like five years ago. Hell picture, yeah. uh, hell, hell picture it a year ago. Yeah. It's in like, it's crazy to think like how far AEW's already come as far as like the people that they've signed. Yeah. CM Punk and Sting in the ring at the same time. Like, whoa, big time whoa. And then not we, like the whoa, like you're sad, like W O E. Like we're talking W H O A. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the next thing i wanted to talk about and it was just this was just a tony shivani quote during the orange cassidy match i don't forget who he faced he faced somebody from the hfo jack evans yeah jack evans and he did the he did like the the kicks that and like where the whole crowd is like oh yeah i heard this yeah and tony tony shivani says a lot of people don't realize those kicks from Cassidy aren't supposed to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, Tony. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's just a, a mind game. <laughs> yeah. He's he's just playing mind games right now with Jack Evans. Like who who ever like who was ever watching that thinking, man, those kicks are probably devastating to the opponent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Then uh, then we had the whole uh, Paul White QT Marshall thing. Had a sign that said QT Marshall is a weenie. Pretty good sign. Yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot I had notes from, from this week. You just reminded me by saying QT Marshall is a weenie. It, it was just those two notes. It was QT Marshall is a weenie and then JR called Paul White. Big show. Yeah. Another slip up from JR. He I said don't care. Big show has a surgically repaired hip. Yeah. I don't care. It's JR. He's the goat. And he, as far as I'm concerned, he can make all the accidental slip ups as he wants to. 
he's still the goat. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, the Gun Club turned all the way heel and hit big. Or damn it, I almost said Big Show. Uh, hit Paul White with a chair, which was just another just whoa. Yeah. I saw some. I saw something online because this guy kind of making making fun of uh, how often Big Show. And when he was in WWE, would turn heel and face like back and forth and back and forth, and it was like, well, he can't do that in AEW if everyone does it to him. <laughs> so we had the Gun Club turn heel and hit hit him with a chair, and it literally like it, I was literally sitting there just having a few beers, and they uh, hit him with the chair, and I was like, oh damn, what oh damn, fuck. Anyways. <laughs> I was trying to think of a segue. I was like, "Well, um, nope." Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't really care about the next match. Uh, the pr- Brian Cage powerhouse Hobbs. That was that was a match. Yeah, that was a match that happened. Uh, Tay Conti and Penelope Ford was a match until the end. Yeah, Anna J and uh, Anna J returns and uh, Tay J reunites. Good yep. stuff. Love that. I think they're having a. I think those four, like uh, Ty Conti, Anna J, are going to take on Ford and uh, Allie next week. Yeah. So that'll be probably a match that happens. Uh, we had the the Britt Baker like teasing like a huge announcement and a huge like debut. Oh, a free agent. Yeah, yeah a huge free agent signing and like everyone online is like freaking out. Like, oh man, is it is she actually about to announce that Adam Cole has signed with AEW? And it was just like a big swerve that she just re-signed with AEW. Yeah, th- th- I went on to Twitter to see what the Twitterverse was doing uh, about the whole big announcement thing, and. I looked and I saw that that Lana had also posted 90 days like that 90 days had passed since her 90 day non-compete clause ended. And I was like, oh, no, yeah, gonna the, people up thinking Adam call and then Lana is going to sign with AEW. The big like the big releases um, from earlier this year. Right. I think we said it earlier this year where they all they all were up at like right before all out. So we're definitely going to see some sort of debuts tomorrow night and probably on Wednesday, probably, probably going to get another one and then probably another one or two at uh, the Arthur Ashe show. Ooh, there's a, there's one TB. Oh, we'll talk about it in a minute. Never mind. Cut that. We'll talk about it in the predictions. Ooh, I have no idea what you're about to say. So uh, we'll just uh, hope. Hopefully, you remember to say that. Uh, yeah, then, then we, I'll remember. Then we had the uh, the main event, or I guess was there even a match? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was an eight, eight man power or eight man tag. Oh match. yeah, the eight man tag. Uh, F uh, not FDR. Um, the, it was the Elite versus uh, Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express, right? Yes. Yeah, so they had that match, and then the elites start to beat down the Lucha Bros. Well, Pre- yeah, Con- Ken- Kenny Omega says that Don, like, he had a meeting with Tony Khan, uh, and that he should have been more careful because Don Callis now has the key to the control 
panel for the steel cage. Yeah, so they lower like Christian Cage uh, comes out, tries to make the save. All, like all three of them get beat down, and then they lower the cage around them. And the show basically closes with the heels just beating the absolute shit out of everybody. Which yeah. if you're if you're going by our normal like man, these guys got beat down on the go home show. It makes you think like we're gonna have new champions on Sunday like for both matches. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if that's going to be the case. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have new champions for both matches. Oh, Joe, Joseph. I'm giving little spoilers, you know. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's, I mean, do you want to just get right into it? Because that's, that basically wraps up AEW. Uh, you could have, you, you missed an opportunity there. You said we, we were talking about predictions for for sunday and you could have zoomed it right in in there and said speaking of predictions for sunday let's get into it you didn't even have to give me the option you could have even said let's go all out on our predictions for this weekend's pay-per-view yeah but i didn't say any of those things because i'm yeah i'm not, I'm not good at segues yeah i just say i just i just say um and yeah and <laughs> all right let's i guess talk about this thing <laughs> so yeah let's so, talk about the thing <laughs> yeah speaking of talking about things uh let's get <laughs> let's get into our predictions for AEW all out uh so the opening match is going to be on the the buy-in aka the pre-show uh there is it's a 10-man tag team match it's the best friends like the best friends faction, I guess. So it's like Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and uh, Wheeler Yuta teaming up with Jurassic Express, and they're taking on like the entire HFO. So like Matt Hardy, uh, Private Party, and TH2. Yeah. Jack uh, Evans and Angelico. On Helico. That's what I said. What did you say? On Helico. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. It's it's maybe, it's in, it's maybe in Spanish. I it, maybe I even said it a little better. I think that's debatable. Uh Joe, Joe, who do you have in this match and why? Um I got the best friends. No reason. The match doesn't matter really really all that much. Um Orange Cassidy did beat Jack Evans, but Jurassic Express got beat down pretty bad too. So, if I were keeping to the to our our thing, I'd say that best friends came out on top of the the Hardy family office. But I don't know. I'm just I'm going with the best friends and Jurassic Express, and that's all. No reason. That, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, I have the same prediction. Um, I think it's really just. I mean, it's it's a pre-show match, so like you want to get the crowd fired up and for for the main card, so you have the faces go over. That's pretty much my reasoning for that. Yeah, I don't I don't know so much as like I don't know. I, there's not as much history with AEW, but I don't know how often they have like on the go home show where somebody stands tall on the go home show and then they that means that they're going to lose at the pay-per-view. Like, I don't know how often they've done that. If 
because like WWE does it almost every time, but there's not as much history with AEW to say like, oh, if you if you're standing tall in the go home show, you're probably going to lose on Sunday. So, yeah, like with AEW, I can't really go with that logic yet until they give more like until I have more evidence of them doing it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I also have the faces in that match. Go ahead with the next one. Yeah, so the next one is is the hard one. We might have to do some editing around this because there's going to be some thinking, potentially. Because I didn't I didn't pre predict at all. So you're I'm going, going you're just going off the. You dome. know what? I'm I'm going I'm going uh, final four right off the dome. Whoa! So I'm we're, going. We're going. We're going the women's casino battle royal here. I'm going. Oh yeah, I forgot during during predictions we did the things that matter least to the things that matter most. All right. This this was the next um, thing. This was the next thing I had. I was just saying you should probably at least say what match it is before you just go ahead and make a prediction. <laughs> yeah, I I'm gonna make a prediction for the 21 woman battle casino battle royale, and uh, I'm just gonna go final four first. Yeah, obviously we'll do we'll do we'll predict who the final four are gonna be, the winner, and then who the Joker slash mystery entrant is gonna be. I have a feeling I have a feeling where like almost everyone is going to make the same prediction. Yeah, I think everyone will. Um, actually, I went first last time. Why don't you go first this time? Yeah. So my final four for this match. So I'm going to do I'll, I'll say my final four and then who I think is going to win. Um, my final four consists of Jade Cargill, Thunder Rosa, Jamie Hayter and the mystery entrant. And I'm picking, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm picking Thunder Rosa to win. I think uh, with, with that reasoning, like I, I was really just between like mystery entrant and Thunder Rosa for the winner here. I think they're really the only two that could possibly win. And yeah. the only reasoning that I didn't go with the mystery entrant was because of the, the men's casino battle Royal that they had earlier this year, where we like, we all thought that like mystery entrant would be in the final four and ended up being Leo rush. And like, a few people thought it was going to be someone different and it just ended up not being the person we thought. And the mystery entrant just didn't even do that well, even though they came out last. And then also there's been reports of like that because of the, the success of the like no holds barred match or the unsanctioned match that Rosa and Britt Baker had earlier this year that they, they want to do that rematch. So no better time than the present to kind of set that up. You got good picks. Thunder Rosa's got a big following right now. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to pick a couple the same as you. I'm going to, I'm going with Jade Cardell. Uh, Cargill. What did I say? Cargill. It sounded like you said Cardell. Maybe I might've fucked up. Yeah. I'm going with Jade. I'm going with, I'm going to, I'm going to go. Did you say Anna J? No. I'm going Anna J. I'm going Jamie Hader and the mystery entrant. Oh. And I think that the mystery entrant is going to win. Well, okay. So who who we do get you get the mystery entrant? Yeah. Out of the you, way. Who do you think that's who do you think that's gonna be there, bud? Uh is there is there anybody that's not gonna pick Ruby Soho? I don't think so. I think we're all going. Yeah. I think everyone's on Ruby Soho. Yeah. It, do Dewey asked. I, I I reminded Dewey like Hey, when you make your predictions, don't forget 
final four and who the mystery entrance is going to be in the battle Royal. And he was like, I don't even know who I could possibly pick. I was like, I, I already told him, I was like, there's only one option. So I kind of already uh, gave that one away to Dewey, but I don't really care. I, uh, most people are going to pick Ruby Soho. If you, if you do any research, it's, it's, it's almost definitely going to be her. The 90 days are up. You've had all the, like all the videos online. So, Oh, nice. Like you've had all the, the, the videos like, like Malachi black did the videos before he debuted. Moxley did the videos before he debuted. Uh, Buddy Murphy's doing videos, and then Ruby Soho's doing videos as well. Just kind of like digging the Ruby Soho uh, song. I don't even know what it is. She got her name from a from a song. Is is it Rancid? I think it's. I have no idea. I think it's Rancid. Um, Yeah, it's Rancid. It's a pretty good song. It's a song that played at the end of her at the end of her little her last video. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, okay then. It's pretty good. Pretty maybe, good song. Maybe maybe that'll be her entrance music. Yeah, I think it. I, I think they've already confirmed that that's going to be her her entrance music. She she had, she got permission from the band to to use change it. her ring name to Soho because she's a she's a punk music fan. And uh, yeah, I, then, I mean, then she I put mean, the song obviously. At, yeah. <laughs> and then she put the song at the end of the last video, so I think that confirms that that's her entrance music. Hmm. Well, I like it. I mean, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to listen to it. Maybe I'll just listen to it when she makes her entrance on Sunday. Yeah. For the first time. I don't I honestly don't know that song at all. It's pretty good. Good band in general. If you want to if you're looking for some old school punk. Mm, not really. OK, then don't, don't don't get into Rancid. You're not hurting my feelings. Hmm. Speaking of punk, uh, the next match that we're going to talk about is not CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Uh, we're going to save that for a little bit later. Uh, Paul White versus QT Marshall. Yes. Uh, Paul White. Yeah. Easy one here. I did. I did have like a little like, I uh, don't really know. Will Paul White win? Like he doesn't need a win. You know, QT Marshall kind of does, but. QT Marshall also just like really sucks. So, yeah. and like nobody wants to see him win. So, I just, I, I don't see it. Don't see it happening. So, I don't, yeah, I don't see it happening either. I'm also going Paul White. Next match John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Yeah. This was uh, not the match I thought that was going to happen at All Out when they rumored Moxley was going to be taking on somebody from New Japan at All Out. It's probably still going to be good. Because it's Moxley, and I've never seen a, I don't think I've ever seen a Satoshi Kojima match, but I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a very, very good wrestler. So it's probably going to be a damn good match. Yeah. Who do you got? But it's, it's an AEW pay per view. So it, I mean, it has to be Moxley. Yeah. I agree. It's going to be, it's got to be Mox. Yeah. That's got to be, be Moxley. Yeah. <laughs> You think you think JR will say that? No, I don't. Oh, wait, no, I forgot. That was Vince McMahon that said that for Kane's yeah. debut. Never mind. You think Vince McMahon will come out and be like, that's gotta be Moxley? I don't think we're gonna see Vince McMahon, but you should pick that as your who not on the card. No, I have a pretty I have a pretty safe bet for who not on the card. If you've looked at the Wikipedia page, there's a lot of people uh that normally show up with people that 
are not on the card right now. So yeah. there's there's a few safe bets for appearance. Oh wow. I might not go safe. But that's fine. Let's let's keep talking. Oh. Um, next I had let's see, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander, AEW women's world championship. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with with Britt Baker. I, I don't think that Chris Statlander is the is the person that's going to take it off of her. People, I don't, no. Chris Statlander is good. I just don't think she has a huge fan following as a face. Yeah, I mean, she yeah she is good. I I think she's a future women's world champion, but just not now. Like, not not at the expense of Britt Baker. Yeah, like she she is definitely like the. The, like one of the best she's one of the best things on AEW she's definitely the best thing in the women's division like by far and I don't know who's gonna take take it off Britt Baker I yeah honestly I have no idea it's probably gonna be a while it, it might be Thunder Rosa that's a good point yeah you said it's gonna be a while and it might be Thunder Rosa does that make you want to change your pick for who's gonna win the no woman no because I think one, I have no idea when they're going to do the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match. Like it could just be a while, or they could just set that up as a match, have Baker win, like probably about like DQ or something like that. Maybe injure, like quote unquote injure Thunder Rosa. And then I, I think I think it's gonna be like maybe like Revolution where they have like their their third match. And then that would probably be when Rosa wins. Yeah, like just do the slow build. Mm-hmm. But I think in order to have that match happen, you have to have Britt Baker win here. So I'm going with Britt Baker. Okay, that's fair. So the next match is for the TNT Championship. It's Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Yeah, um, I'm going with Miro. I mm-hmm. just it's mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston is just not winning a championship. It, that's ever. I I think if he wins a championship in AEW, it'll be like the tag team championships at some point, maybe. But like this, this feud's just like kind of just starting, and Miro is still fresh off his championship win, like relatively fresh. Yeah, uh, not that fresh. He's been champ I'm, for a while. He's been the champ the the least amount of time compared to the other three. Yeah, but uh, that that's fair. So I don't know. I, I really, I think, I think one, I just, I don't see Eddie Kingston winning a championship quite yet. If ever in AEW, mostly just cause he doesn't need to, uh, j- to still be over like, and, and also just like Miro has not had the championship for all that long. So I, I mean, it's, it's Miro here. Yeah. Uh, you didn't do a good job of convincing me against Eddie Kingston, honestly. So you're, I, so you're going so, with Eddie. You're going with Eddie Kingston. So here's my thing. I don't really like Miro's character. I I don't think his matches have been that fun. Uh, I was a big fan of Rusev Day, but I think that I'm a- actually liking. I think he's being booked better, but I'm liking him less than than I liked Rusev at the end there. Um, Miro's undefeated. Eddie Kings has a big following in the locker room. Like he's like a big, like he's, he's kind of a locker room leader. 
from what I've seen. Right. And I think he'll get rewarded for that. And I am going with Eddie Kingston. Wow. And, and if I'm wrong, it's just the TNT championship. Yeah, that's true. Man, I, I, I just don't, I don't like Rick Miro's doing right now. I did not see that one coming. Just like you won't see it coming when Eddie Kingston pins Miro in the center of the ring. One, two, three. I mean, that's true if it happens, but I don't, I, I just don't see that happening. Fine. Uh, we, we, we have some differences. Yeah. I always like having differences. It gives me an opportunity to win. Next up is probably second hardest match on the card to predict for me. I think there's three tough matches to predict. So this one's probably like the second hardest for me. Chris Jericho versus MJF. If Chris Jericho loses, he will basically retire from in-ring competition. Yeah. Who do you have, Joe? I gave my prediction last week, and I'm sticking with it. Chris Jericho finally gets a W over MJF. Yeah. I I also went with Chris Jericho. I, th- I think it's strictly just due to the fact that, like, it's it's not time for him to be done. Like, I think... I think we might be like you might be right with like he might go off TV for a while. Like it might be like he wins the match like barely and probably gets beat down afterwards. The yeah. thing is, the thing is is like MJF still never been pinned in in a singles match. Or I guess no, he got pinned versus Moxley, right? Yeah. So never mind then. Only has yeah, one, just, only has one loss, and like to make him like continue to rise up the card and be like AEW's best heel, you have him just go over Chris Jericho once again, and couple that with like if Jericho wins, they are almost going to have to have another match. Yeah, I don't. There, there's points on either end. The only reason I'm going with with uh chris jericho is because of that that interview that he did where he's he said i'm not done yet when i am done you probably won't know it yeah i think that's that's another big reasoning here is like because of those comments in that interview that you're talking about is like i don't think he would retire in a match where he's teasing a retirement you know yeah i think it'll be It'll be like it'll be like Austin, sort of, where like he has a blow off match where he had the match with the rock, and then nobody actually knew at the time that that was that would be his last match ever. Yeah. So all right, yep. so we're both we're both on Jericho. Yep. Next we got the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers for the tag team championship in a steel cage match. Yeah. This is number one hardest match to predict. I agree. It is a hard match to predict. And I say that specifically because of what happened this week with the elite beating down uh, the Lucha Bros and Christian Cage inside the steel cage. Christian steel cage. Yeah. Christian cage squared. Christian steel cage. Cage squared. Either way. Still waiting on that Christian Cage versus Brian Cage steel cage match. Yeah, that'll be good. I want to see that. But 
yeah, like like we said earlier, like with the the logic that we normally talk about, if you get beat down on the go home show, you're probably going to win at the pay-per-view. So it, it would make you think, and the Young Bucks have had these the tag titles for a really long time. I I just couldn't bring myself to, to pick the Lucha Bros. I think that the people, I think that the team that beats the Young Bucks is going to be proud and powerful. Okay. I mean, that's so fair. In order, in order for proud and powerful's tag team championship win to have a heel face dynamic, it would have to be proud and powerful versus the Young Bucks. Also, I think yeah. that I, I, I do legitimately think that when the Young Bucks lose, that'll be the same night or close to the same night that Kenny Omega loses his championship. I think and you could turn proud and powerful heel right now, though, and no. you wouldn't even notice a, a change in, in character. No, no way. I don't think I'm not so. saying it's going to happen overnight. No, inner circle, but, like the, the inner circle is on fire as faces. Like they're doing great stuff as a face faction. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen all of them together for a long time. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I'm going with the Young Bucks. I am not. I kind of figured with the Brothers. Kind of figured that you would you would go that way, go that route. Is and it it's good? We got we got differences. Is it I is think, it is it because of what that, happened on AEW? No, not necessarily. I've been going with the the Lucha Brothers probably for a while now. Because like you said, the Young Bucks have had it for a while. There's going to be more downfall in in the elites uh, storytelling right now. Like they're, they're, they're going to reach a downfall. And so it's just like the next step towards them reaching rock bottom. Yeah. And I think that somebody from the, from the elite beat down at the end of dynamite is going to win the championship or sorry, is going to lose the chance yeah yeah either way one of the teams that the elite beat down or the people that the elite beat down is going to pick up the win for one of the championships so you're going with the lucha bros and not christian cage i'm going with the lucha bros yeah um i might have just given another answer away by the way i it's that one's one of the easier ones to predict it i mean we, we can we could just do that one now i mean omega and Christian Cage, I mean, I'm going Kenny Omega. It's that Christian Cage beat him on Rampage a few weeks ago for the Impact World Championship. It's he's not going to beat him twice in a row. It's, yeah, and he's, they're definitely not going to do another double champ for a while. Yeah, it's I, I will I will die on the hill of Adam Page will be the person that beats Kenny Omega for the AEW Championship. I I agree with you. Uh, so I'm going along the same lines, Christian Cage will lose yeah uh and then he's still got a title he's still got a shiny title so yeah shiny belt shiny shiny belt hopefully i'll have a shiny belt after uh after i win this prediction contest hopefully dewey doesn't yeah that would be very unfortunate i would hate that there's (sighs) there's only one more match to predict here cm punk darby allen I think this is number this is number three hardest to predict because it depends it, on what it, what CM Punk said when he came in here. It, did he say uh, 
did he say, I want to elevate other people or I want to get back into wrestling and I'm in it for CM Punk. He, and he didn't really say he wants to elevate other people. He just wants to face the young talent. Yeah. I think there's arguments on both sides. There's it's CM Punk's first match in seven years. It's right? Chicago. It's Chicago. But at the same time, it's like CM Punk doesn't need to win to continue to be the hottest thing in wrestling. So who do you have? I went with CM Punk. Yeah, I'm going with CM Punk. It, it's it's hard not to pick CM Punk. It's, it's also like hard. I, I don't want to be the guy on Monday morning who picked Darby Allen to win against CM Punk in Chicago and then have that be a loss. Like I'm fine picking CM Punk and losing that prediction. I'm not fine but picking not I'm not fine picking Darby Allen and losing that prediction. That would just be unfortunate. It's not as obvious as as it should be. Yeah. As you would think it would be. Like I have but, a feeling I have a feeling everyone in the predictions contest probably is going to pick CM Punk. But it's not like you said, it's not as clear cut as as that. Like yeah. Yeah, I agree. And uh speaking of uh speaking of cuts, uh let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about who's going to bleed on Sunday. Boom, that was a good one. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. So, yeah. J- Joe, who, so who for me, who not on the card or sorry, who if there is blood on Sunday, who's going to bleed? Uh, you got to go with the steel cage match. Uh, Lucha Bros wear masks, so I'm going to go with one of the Bucks and I'll go with Matt Jackson. I feel like if I was going to pick a young buck to bleed, it would probably be Matt. So good pick. Uh, I did not. I did not go with. Did not go with anyone in the steel cage match. I think Ooh. I I do legitimately think that Jericho wins and gets beat down after the match. And if he doesn't bleed during the match, he'll bleed during the beatdown. Ooh, what if he brings so, back all of the labors of Jericho? And, oh uh, brings a light tube. Yeah, a light tube or a pizza cutter. Ooh, I highly doubt that'll happen. But yeah, what if, dude? What if? Yeah, so I mean that that would take a lot of a lot of people not on the card making appearances, you know. Yeah. Speaking of people not on the card making appearances, who do you have that is not on the card and will make an appearance? So Damn. set myself up. If you look at the Wikipedia page for All Out right now. Yeah, I know who you're going to pick. There is a few matches here where there is people that normally show up with somebody that are just not on the card right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Mm -hmm. Chris Jericho versus MJF has just those two on it. You could probably argue for anyone in their stable to show up Mm -hmm. there. That's not already on the card. You've got Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. There's no, there's no Callus, there's no Gallows Anderson, there's no Nakazawa on the card, but that's not what I'm going with, because the match right above that on the Wikipedia page says CM Punk versus Darby Allen, and that is it. I'm going with Sting, because CM Punk even referenced it in the first promo on the night he returned. He looked up in the rafters and he said, September 5th, all out. I'll see you. And I'll see Sting in Chicago. It's almost, I mean, that's like, that's like a sure bet. 
He did say that. The only reason I would counter that, and that's a good pick. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really upset when the when the Wikipedia changes again before the pay per view starts and we have to change these picks. Yeah, that, like, that, that's what happens. That's what happens every time. I feel like I've had much. to change this prop bet like four out of the five last pay per views. Yeah, that's just because we use Wikipedia as a reference. Um, but you can't the lie only on that. I would ca- that's true. The only reason I would counter that is because of the promo uh, on Wednesday. Sting was in the middle of the ring. And he said, who would have thought that I'd be sharing a ring with CM Punk? I've dreamed about sharing a punk uh, a ring with you, Punk. Uh, yeah, he said, like, our paths never crossed and all that our stuff. Our paths never crossed, and I kind of wished that they would. But on Sunday, I'm going to leave it to you and Darby, and I won't be there. He pretty much said I won't be there. He might not use those exact words. But he I mean, said, I mean, even if he I'm doesn't show up, even if he doesn't show up like during the match, he could almost certainly show up in like a backstage promo. That's true. I'm not saying it's a dumb pick. I'm just saying that the reason I wouldn't pick Sting is because he said, I'm going to leave it between the two of you because you. Because I need to listen. Both. I need to listen more carefully at, at these promos. Well, if, I, if, this ends up, if this ends up biting me in the ass, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah, promos I, I definitely listen to, especially in go-home shows. All right, so who do you have then? I basically said all the sure, the surefire ones, but you said you you said yeah, earlier you, you said earlier you might be going with a little surprise here. Okay, so we've already kind of talked about how Brian Danielson was supposed to debut at that September twenty-second New York show, and then I read a whole bunch of articles that said. Spoiler for Brian Danielson debuting in AEW. And all those articles talked about how the vaccination card thing is going to make it so there are going to be less people there. So it's not going to be as big a deal if he debuts on September 22nd. So we should expect to see him at on September 5th at All Out. Yeah, the I, I mean, I think that's a good pick. Because I do think he'll be there. The one thing that I saw this week was... so. Obviously, there's a match that we didn't talk about. There was a match that got canceled this week. Andrade versus Pac. Uh, Travel restrictions with Pac. He can't make it to the show. So that match gets canceled. I saw an article online, and all I did was read the headline because that's what we millennials do. I don't really like to read into things very much. Andrade apparently was pushing to have a match with a mystery opponent at All Out. And I'm thinking, who who better than Brian Danielson, the American Dragon? Yeah. If if that ends up happening, it almost has to be that. Yeah. You would you would think. So I think whether whether or not he debuts that way, if they end up making that a match, I don't know. The, the card is pretty pretty packed, full to the brim. I mean, we've got 10, 10 matches. That's include. So we have nine matches on the main card. So you don't really. I don't really know how much more time they could find to have. Uh, to to fit a 10th match into the main card if it's going to be Danielson versus Andrade. But that's definitely a possibility that could happen. Or they could just have him debut like they've had other people debut, like when they had Christian Cage debut or um, Paul White, Mark Henry, where they just have Shivani in the middle of the ring and be like, AEW has signed a new, the hottest new free agent on the market. Here he is, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Yeah. 
so that that's who I got for that. And I'm pretty confident with it. Well then. I feel good. Let's see how I could have gone with Don Callis and, and taken the obvious point. Yeah. That is I mean, I think that's also I mean, I think that that's right up there. I mean, before you told me what Sting said on Wednesday, I think that him and like Sting and Don Callis are just like surefire bets. Like you can't go wrong there. If yeah, Don Callis if Don Callis shows up, which he will, and Sting doesn't, and I ended up picking Sting instead of Callis, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. So fucking mad. Yep. All right. Uh last portion of the show here before we close out we're gonna have a listener question uh joe this is one i stumbled across uh, i think yesterday yeah if you were starting your own wrestling company who is the first wrestler you would sign to a contract and let's just say anyone is available and give me give me i know the question says one but give me like three give you three wrestlers um Current wrestlers, sure. I, I mean, let's go. I don't. Yeah, what, let's go what, with, I'm, what not current wrestler would you pick? Well, I'm just saying, is the door wide open, and you could pick a wrestler of their their fame in their prime. No, like they are. Like you could pick anybody, but they would be like in the wrestling status that they are now. So, like, if you picked like. I'm just, I'll just use like Stone Cold Steve Austin, for example. You would get Stone Cold Steve Austin at his age right now, and yeah. he's not a wrestler. He's just there as a, a I don't know, what, whatever you would fucking use him as. So, well, so the obvious CM Punk. Okay. Like, if, if anybody wouldn't like start a new company and he's on the card, wouldn't pick CM Punk with that pop he got at Rampage? Dumb. He's honestly not my number one, but I, I've he's definitely in my top five. I don't even know about three, but we'll see. I'd sign CM Punk. I'd sign. And they're going to show up. They're not just going to like, I'm not signing them and giving them money. And, you know, <laughs> they're, they're not going to show up, right? You're, you're basically like you're, Lesnar, right? you're basically the promoter. So you sign them to whatever contract and they show up as often as you need them to. Yeah. I'm going with CM Punk. Going with Adam Cole, Bebe, Becky Lynch. Oh, I didn't even think of women. I just thought of. I just thought of. Well, no. I mean, she's probably she's probably the top draw for women right now. Yeah. I strictly thought of it as like a who could I get for good ratings and. I went, I mean, Becky would probably also be in my top five. I went Roman, Brock, and it's tough, but yeah, I, I think you're right with Punk. So I'd probably go Roman, Brock, and Punk. I mean, I those are most, those are probably your three biggest draws in wrestling right now. Yeah, I think if you're going for casual fans, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. And then I think if I went to like four and five, Becky and probably Omega. Okay. I'd, I'd definitely have like Reigns in there as well if I, uh, if I go to four and five. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of an open, like he's, 
doing the best work out of anyone in any wrestling company right now. So yeah, I think, I think that was, I almost like he was, if, if I had to pick one, it would be him probably. Uh, let's see. Let's do, we'll do one more, one more question. I don't know if we've talked about this before. Stop me. Stop me. If we've talked about this before, okay. uh, what is your go-to WWE pay-per-view to watch on Peacock? Or the network back in the day. I, I, we have talked about. Oh, well, I don't know if we've talked about this directly, but we've talked about with when Chad was on the show a couple weeks ago. We talked about like best NXT takeover pay per views or matches. And, yeah, yeah, and I I think that NXT is the obvious pick of like if I want to watch great wrestling, I'm gonna watch NXT. Is there one in particular that stands out? Well, that's what I'm thinking about. Orlando, um, or uh, not Orlando. Um, New Orleans and New York stick out to me. I'm thinking Chicago. Chicago was a good one. That I had think the it was uh, like Chicago three. I think was it three? They've they've only done two in Chicago. The first one was oh. the one where they had the Tyler Bate Pete Dunn match, and they also had the like I think DIY versus Revival match. Yeah, the DIY one is the one I'm thinking about. Probably, or maybe, probably or maybe one. no, maybe that was the triple threat ladder match, where they yeah. did DIY yeah, was, DIY revival and uh, authors of pain. Yeah, that's it. It was definitely one of those two that was at Chicago, and both those matches were just incredible. Yeah. Um. But then you had the turn of Tommaso on Johnny before Tommaso had to go away. Yep. At the end of that that Chicago match. Yep. I think. Yeah that that was definitely the ladder match. Yeah. Or at least the triple threat. I don't know if it was a ladder match or if it was just a Yeah. They Yeah, there there are a lot of good NXT choices. I would I would even say NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Yeah, the um, the six man ladder match. Yeah. Tommaso and Johnny. Yeah. I think that had uh Alistair Black versus Andrade as well. Yeah. I think so. Just a lot of incredible matches on that show. Yeah. Um, would you, take what, Takeover what, New York was also good because that had the two out of three falls, uh, Gargano and Cole, and then it also had Walter versus Pete Dunn, mm-hmm. which was really good. Yeah, the start of an era. Yeah, for me, I don't have one specific one. I think I've kind of talked about this before. It's always just like whatever season, whatever pay per view season we're in. I like to go back and watch my favorite pay-per-view of that specific type yeah that's uh, that's true i see especially when we get to the royal rumble royal rumble season i always just go back and watch um some of my favorite rumbles and i'll go back and watch uh the rollins cena lesnar match from 15 that mm-hmm. one was so good yeah. it, it's it's really like i don't really seek out pay-per-views more as like i i seek out certain matches in the yeah. in whatever season we're in so like extreme rules season i'll tell you what i'm not watching not watching the horror show i don't think i'll ever watch the horror show again i don't think i'll ever watch the uh the uh money in the bank climb the corporate ladder pay-per-view ever again probably not I think I think for this for this season of Extreme Rules, like I remember one really really good match um, 
where they did Reigns versus AJ Styles, I think in 2016, was a really good match. I'm pretty sure that was at Extreme Rules. That one was really good if you've never seen that. Yeah, there there are. Yeah, I have watched that one. Yeah, kind yeah. of kind of a cop out answer, but that's that's what I that's yeah, what it I do. Absolutely is. I mean, that's what I like to do. So. <laughs> all right, that's uh, that's really all we got for this week, huh? Yeah, that's it. Uh, next week we're gonna we're gonna come back with our beer ratings from AEW All Out. We're gonna our our, our full Raven. Just give me one fucking minute. We're going to have our full recap and reactions from that pay-per-view. And uh, yeah, it's the fourth week in a row that we're not doing a retro beer ratings. But the week after that, we're finally going to have one. And then we have to do, then we're going right back to extreme rules. We're just in like a, we're just in a pay-per-view after pay-per-view after uh, pay-per-view role right now. But I, I swear we will get back into beer ratings. Uh, retro beer ratings and more drafts soon. Uh, I just don't want the episodes to be three hours long anymore. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to have that. Uh, we'll obviously talk about the what happened uh, during the week. Uh, I'll probably be talking about probably be talking about Brian Danielson. We'll see. We will see. And uh, possibly some new champions in AEW. And uh, we've got yeah. some got some good matches coming up next week as well on the WWE side. So really looking forward to it. Next week's going to be a good week. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. If you're playing the drinking game, uh, that is the pinned tweet. If you're following along with the drinking game, if you want to play, if you want to try it out, highly recommend Light Beer. Dewey just woke up from a nap. He's, he's alive. I'm finally getting over my hangover because I've been drinking throughout this entire thing. So yeah, as always, rate, review, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. We have been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road.